Hello, my beautiful friend. Welcome back to the Men's Bloom podcast, where we talk about real life motherhood struggles and simple steps to a brighter, more abundant life in mind. I'm here to walk with you on this journey to the life you're meant to be living, one full of peace, love, and joy. I'm your host, Brittany Clarkson, and it's time to start seeing the world through rose-colored glasses. Let's change your mind sh- mindset, mind shift. Let's change your mindset. Better health starts with a better mindset, right? My kids are freaking out. Okay, they're, they're having fun, but they're being kind of loud down the hall. Uh, <laughs> hopefully they don't show up on this. Also, I'd like to formally, formally, I don't do anything formally. I'd like to apologize for the audio quality in episode 125 or yeah, 125, the previous episode. Um, I, my, my laptop was plugged into the wall instead of being plugged into my microphone. I just got a brand new, beautiful blue Yeti microphone that I'm in love with. It really makes the sound quality so much better than the old mic. And I recorded an episode with my computer audio, my, my computer mic. So anyways, sorry if you endured that. Um, it was it was good content though. It had to be published uh, either way. Better Done is better than perfect, right? It's all about progress, not perfection. Um, and I'm here to be an example for that for you. Uh, <clears throat> anyways. Um, it is October. If you're just joining in, it is Depression Education and Awareness Month. Uh, so I'm here to aware you of the education of depression. Um, I know that doesn't make sense. That's not the correct uh, syntax for that sentence. Um, it's it's time for me to go make dinner. It's the end of the day. It's not the best time of day for me to be recording for you, but I really want to tell you because I just got off the phone with my sister talking about this very same topic and I want to talk about it with you. We're talking about better sleep. Okay. I really, really, it's really on my heart to share with you um, the habits that lead to better mental health. Um, shifting small habits kind of changed my lifestyle. I mean, that's really what it does, right? When you change a few habits here and there, that's really what it takes to shift your lifestyle completely. Um, and I see like healing from depression. Like, I don't mean just healing out of a depressive episode. That takes a lot of grace and just endurance and mindset work to keep afloat. Um, but with it with a depressive episode, a lot of times you have to kind of wait it out. It goes away. Um, and you just want to try to do your best while you're still there. But to heal out of a depressed demeanor, to heal that, just the mindset and the yucky feelings that make a depressive episode feel really big and scary and like your whole world is ending, that kind of thing. Um, healing that type of, you know, a blinkage term of depression, healing your melancholy, improving your mental health, improving your mental, you know, immunity is something I've talked about a few times recently is, um, it's kind of like when you have a bad immune system and you get a cold and it, it wipes you out. But if you have a strong immune system and you get the cold germs in your body can fight it off and it's not that big of a deal. A depressive episode is the same way. If your mental health is, you know, like your immunity, if your mental health is strong, a depressive episode doesn't knock you off your feet the way it does if your mental health is weak. If you are in a bad place mental wise and then an episode comes in, 
it can have you wanting to end it all. Like literally it, it can be the end of your life. Um, and that's why I'm really such an advocate for strengthening your mental health and shifting your mindset and just getting to a place where something like a depressive episode doesn't, it doesn't destroy you completely. You know, uh, it's a hiccup. It's something you can get over and being in a place where that is, it's, it's really great. It's really exciting. It's really rewarding. And I hope that everyone can find that place for themselves. Okay. But there's a few habits that really helped me. Okay. I had like some signature signs that were a dead giveaway whenever I was in a big depressive episode. And that was things like binge watching TV and not showering or brushing my teeth and just like not being motivated to do any of the things I needed to do. Um, complete lack of interest in stuff. Yeah. And then on top of that, you know, you get the depressed mood and all those things. Changing my habits. Um, that's what made me mentally strong. Like this is what made my lifestyle one where a depressive episode, there's no room for it. I'm just not available for it. Right. Um, and these are kind of like how I get over, how I get over that. Okay. So one of these things is showering every day and washing my face. That's something I tended to put off for a very long time until I was like, you know what? It takes less than two minutes. I'm not going to start washing my face tomorrow. I'm starting today. Um, you know, just being clean, regular shower every day, no exceptions. Because honestly, like if you feel dirty and gross, and then you start to get a depressive episode in, it's really easy to start mentally thinking of yourself as dirty and gross. And it just lowers the way you view yourself. All right. If you want to think good of yourself, um, if you want to believe that you're worthy of the life you're living, you got to shower, you know, consistently at least, you know, I mean, technically it doesn't have to be every single day. Um, a lot of people would argue that it's not good for your skin to shower every single day. I don't use soap every day because I don't think it's good for your skin to use soap every day. It dries it out. And I only wash my hair twice a week, but I do it consistently. And I shower every single night and I use soap when it feels like I need it. Um, I just, I do what I need when I need it, but I take a shower as like a refreshing step of saying, I just, I don't have an exception to be grimy, to become a troll. Um, I don't have room for that in my life anymore. <laughs> so I consistent hygiene. Um, and I always brush my teeth in the shower too. So even if I ever skip my morning tooth brushing, I am brushing my teeth at night in the shower before I go to bed. At least it happens at the very end of the day. Um, and then also changing out of what you wore to bed every single morning. There's a lot of days I'm a stay-at-home mom. There's a lot of days where I don't leave the house. I do not wear jeans in my house. I can't. It feels so wrong to wear jeans inside my house. But I do get up and I do change every morning. So I wear tiny shorts to bed with a t-shirt. Every morning I get up and I change into leggings and a long sleeve sweater because that's what I'm comfortable in. Or if it's hot summertime, it's a lightweight sweater because I always wear a sweater and, um, and some, some biker shorts, which are basically just short leggings, honestly. Um, they're my summertime leggings, <laughs> uh, but that's what I do pretty much every single day. Even if I'm not going anywhere, change out of your pajamas. Don't, or, you know, if you went to bed in not pajamas, change in the morning. Okay. Eat a breakfast. This is something I'm still working on. This is something I have to be very consistent with, um, very diligent 
and disciplined. That's the word I'm looking for, disciplined. I have to be very disciplined in trying to eat a breakfast. I don't even have... I don't even have like the standard of it has to be a healthy breakfast. It has to be a nourishing breakfast. It has to be a good breakfast, a protein packed breakfast. No, I just have to eat a breakfast. I mean, bonus points if I'm eating something like scrambled eggs and avocado toast or, you know, some really good whole grain oatmeal or something with some high protein vanilla yogurt bonus points if it's, you know, healthy and protein packed. But my minimum is I have to eat a breakfast. I need to put something in my mouth with my coffee. Um, sometimes I skip this and I don't do it till like 11 o'clock on my third cup of coffee. Uh, but that, that's one of those rules. It's a good habit to have to eat a breakfast because skipping breakfast, drinking nothing but coffee first thing in the morning, that is a good way to like hormonally screw you up with your hormones. Hi, those have a huge impact on your mental health. Um, anyone here struggle with PMS or PMDD or any of the premenstrual type of things, uh, getting headaches before your period. Skipping breakfast is just, I don't know a whole lot about hormones, but I do know skipping breakfast will destroy your hormone health. Getting outside for just 10 minutes. Nature is healing wonders. Get outside, get fresh air. It's a, it's an amazing like palate cleanse for your day. Um, stretching or walking, doing some sort of physical activity, even if it's like while you're binge watching some Netflix walk around the room a few times, do some good stretching. It doesn't have good stretching, just a little bit of stretching. Move your body. Movement is healing. Uh, couple this with your outside time. Go for a 10 minute walk outside. One time around the block, one time up and down your driveway, wherever you are, whatever you need. Get a little bit of uh, physical movement in intentionally. Um, find something to be deeply grateful for journal it. Journaling, being deeply grateful every single day, it will change your life. It does take practice to build that as a reflex and a muscle, but oh my goodness, intentionally being grateful every day has, it has changed my life. It has turned me into a different person than who I was because I was very pessimistic. I went on rants all the time. I was constantly venting. I was constantly like beating myself up. I was constantly like tearing apart everything in my life. Um, I was like in a really bad place mentally until I learned how to use the power of gratitude in my life. And I have talked about that before and I will talk about it again. Um, gratitude, man, gratitude. It will change your life. Um, also avoid things that make you feel bad, whether that's social media, food that makes you feel like crap, um, TV that makes you feel bad. Watching the news makes me feel really bad all of the time. Um, so I just get sick at hand information. Like my husband will give me the highlights. My mom will give me the highlights. I don't have to watch the news if it makes me feel bad. Um, kind of cut out the negative things, the things that make you feel awful. Don't do those. Avoid them at all costs. Uh, try to delegate the chores that make you feel the worst. Um, like if emptying like the cat litter box, like literally makes you sick, find someone else to do it. Uh, trade chores, you know, whatever you got to do, you got to do. Um, and then lastly is, I mean, not lastly, but lastly on the list I made here, um, to be consistent with healthy sleeping habits. All right. And that's really, really what I want to talk about here today was healthy sleeping habits, because a lot of it isn't actually getting good sleep. A lot of the trick to a good night's sleep, to feeling more well-rested, to having more energy is 
tricking your brain into thinking that you've got a good night's sleep. All right. So this, this started with me and my sister talking about how we grew up always watching TV at that time. And we can't do that anymore. I was like, you know what? The, I remember the day I stopped watching TV at bed. It's because I had heard that like someone had done a study or whatever. I had heard that watch having a TV on when you sleep would keep you from getting a good night's sleep. It would affect your sleep cycle and it would keep you from like actually going into like a deep sleep or something like that. And the day I heard that because I was an insomniac at the time, um, like 17 to 19 years old, I didn't sleep more than two to three hours at a night. Uh, I just laid in bed awake for hours. Um, <laughs> so around that time, I stopped allowing a TV on in my room. I stopped allowing different lights on in my room. I started needing quiet in order to sleep because I knew that was the only way that I was going to get a good night's sleep. So yeah, for one thing, um, not having a TV on when you sleep. Yes, you can sleep with a fan. Try not to have extra lights all around your room that are on. Um, black electric tape is good for hiding lights, like um, like lights on your phone charger or something like that. Get the type of clock that has they they have clocks that like don't have a light on them. Um, those are those are good to have. Uh, the other thing is making your bed. Make your bed every single morning. And it doesn't have to be perfect. It just needs to look like, you know, you put in some effort. Close up the sheet, put the pillows up. Your bed's made, ta-da. Um, just don't leave it all rumpled up and piled comforter. Don't leave your comforter on the floor. Cleaning, like making your bed will make your whole room feel cleaner. Um, also, cleaning your room. Your bedroom needs to be like number one priority to not hold clutter. Keep everything as clear as possible. Don't use it as a storage space. Prioritize making your bedroom a place you feel good in. Um, yeah. One time I spent like 50 bucks on Amazon and I just got like a few prints. I got some new pillowcase covers, new bed sheets. Um, you know what? The bed sheets were more than 50 bucks. That wasn't part of the 50 bucks I spent. Um, <laughs> I, I bought the bed sheets and like the comforter cover. And then I bought $50 worth of like just small pieces of decor. Um, uh, one of the pink salt lamps, uh, but that kind of shifted stuff and changed stuff. And here's one hack bonus, um, bonus, like decorating hack, a simple decorating hack. Okay. Uh, cause I, th I feel like the bed looks like it's put together when it has a lot of pillows, but if you're not going to use all those pillows when you're sleeping and they're just all in the way, Get a big body pillow and get an ornate, um, like printed cover for it instead of having five to seven decorative pillows. Just have one big body pillow that pulls the focus in. Uh, that's what I did. And it's a different color than all the rest of the bed sheets. The bed sheets are all like gray and white pinstriped. And then my uh, cover, the body pillow cover is like a burnt orange color. And then I have a little throw blanket at the bottom that matches it. So that's a little bonus tip for you for making your bedroom a more peaceful place. Uh, definitely like holding the mentality that your bedroom needs to be a peaceful place. Don't do things in your bed, like working and um, don't do things that bring you stress in your bed. Okay. Only do fun things in your bed, things that feel good. So if you're doing a type of work that is fun and feels good, you can do that from bed, but don't file your taxes in bed. Don't do that. 
Don't stress yourself out. Keep yourself calm. Uh, try to avoid being on your phone in bed. I fail at this one. I am legit addicted to my phone. It is a problem. Uh, we'll have some fun conversations when I finally overcome that and I share that whole journey. But for now, I will be open and admit I am addicted to my telephone. Um, so we'll work through that. That's not helping my mental health. Um, <laughs> but trying to avoid your phone before bed is usually a good thing to do. Keeping it, uh, charging it away from your bed is usually helpful. And here is like the number one thing I think that will help you have a good night's sleep. I mean, obviously there is getting to bed earlier, trying to get to bed at a consistent time because your body knows when it's time to go to bed. Try to go to bed then. Don't fight that urge to stay up. Um, I know sometimes it feels like that's the only alone time we can get. But is it worth it? If you're going to show up exhausted the next day, is it worth it to get that alone time now? It's not to me. I'd rather go to bed than stay up and do all the things I didn't do all day long. Uh, but also my kids play independently. So I get alone time in the middle of the day for brief periods. Um, anyways, but the number one thing I think that will affect your sleep and give you better sleep is literally tricking your mind because your words are powerful, right? And when I heard this, I stuck to it. Uh, and it has, it, it has changed my sleep. It has changed my energy levels. Okay. So for one thing, always, always say you had a good night's sleep. Never admit to having a bad night's sleep. Uh, my husband always has this habit of asking, how did you sleep? Like every single morning. And anytime I say, mm, not so good. That's just, it's all downhill from there because I've just convinced myself. I did not get good night's sleep. I did not get enough sleep. Therefore, I cannot show up at full capacity today because I didn't get enough sleep. But if I lie, if I say I got a great night's sleep, I definitely got enough sleep. I definitely slept. I slept fine. I slept okay. I slept good. Then immediately my brain is like, oh, yeah, we did get enough sleep. Your brain's going to prove you right. Your brain has this, this amazing ability and this amazing obsession with proving you right, which is why there's always um, like a, an opinion bias when we're researching things and doing studies, um, a researcher's bias. It's the same thing here. All right. The bias is you already know what you want to believe. So you're going to find all the evidence you can to support what you believe. It's the same thing in your mind. If you tell your mind, I had a good night's sleep, it's going to do everything it can to prove that right. It's going to think of yeah, you got this many hours. Yeah, you slept right. Like you didn't sleep funny on your arm this time. Um, the things like that, like your no, your joints don't ache today. You must have slept okay. Uh, you're not falling asleep. You slept. You must have slept okay. It's going to prove you right. Um, your brain does that with everything. That's why we talk about affirmations and speaking positively and power statements and not letting yourself speak negatively. I just did an episode about that recently, not allowing yourself to, to trash talk yourself. Because if you're telling yourself like, oh, I didn't sleep well, or, oh, I'm not good at this. I'm not enough. I'm a terrible mom. Your brain is going to find reasons to believe it. It's going to find evidence to support that because your brain wants to prove you right. So start saying things you want proven right. All right, speak speak your truth into your life. 
All right. Um, that was it for you, my friend. I hope you have a wonderful, fantastic night of sleep. Um, and if you didn't, don't admit it. All right. I love you. Till next time. Hey friend, are you feeling like you are struggling with this daily battle for your sanity? Are you feeling like you've lost yourself? Like you're just in the chaos? Like there's not a moment to enjoy yourself? Mama, I feel you. In June of 2020, I almost ended my own life because I was stuck in bad mental health habits. And I just, I let everything get to me. I really did. I was making dinner and the kids were being really loud and I had not been taking care of myself so I let these negative thoughts seep in and I convinced myself that I just shouldn't be there anymore. Luckily, I was saved. I was, it's a long story, long story short. I decided that day that I was gonna make a change and I was gonna do something different. And that took a lot of work and it took a lot of commitment but what I did is I learned how to become mindful in my life. I learned grounding practices. I got into new healthy patterns. I started taking care of myself so that I could show up for other people. I started believing better things about myself. I started becoming worthy because I decided I was worthy. I stepped into the life that I was meant to be living because I fixed my mindset. I decided I wasn't going to be anxious and stressed anymore. I was going to do something about it. I took steps for proactive mental health. I started building bridges over those pits of depression instead of building ladders out of them. And I started avoiding those really terrible negative feelings. I stopped letting my negative thoughts about myself pull me down and hold me back. I started living the life that I was meant for and I found my voice. I found my purpose. I carefully curated the life that I actually want to be living because I decided I was enough for that life. And all of these practices that I started putting into place, the mindfulness, the intentionality, overcoming negative thinking, overcoming stress and anxiety, using affirmations, getting grounded in gratitude, setting goals for myself. I started creating the life I wanted to live. And I took all of those exercises and I put those into the happy mom brain. And I made it something that can help every other mom out there to find your sanity, to find yourself, to find your peace, to find your joy, to live the life you actually want to be living as a happy mom, because it's possible. As much as I thought that was an oxymoron back, back then, I have found that you can be happy in your motherhood. And a lot of it stems from knowing what motherhood is and what it means to you and what your priorities are what's actually important to you in life. Mama, if you want the happy mom brain, there's a link in the description. You can always go to brittanyclarkson.com forward slash happy mom or search on Amazon for the happy mom brain. Love you, friend.